0: The internet has changed news articles and how people view news in many different ways. It changes how we view things and can even make us believe things that are completely wrong. Although the internet has many upsides, it also has downsides, which are only going to get worse. In the era of fake news, it's hard to tell the real from the fake. It's hard to get a good idea of what people and websites are credible. In this podcast, not only I, but my colleagues talk about how the internet affects us and how it changes our opinions. This podcast gave me another way to voice my opinion and also help start a dialogue about the internet. So I hope you enjoy this podcast and I hope you gain something from this conversation and I hope it helped you create an opinion.
1: All right, welcome to the University Writing Program You Write yeah. 1104 podcast. Uh, we are here with a group of intrepid and interesting writers, aspiring writers, thinking about some of the projects they are working on and some of the writing uh, stuff They've been doing this semester in UWrite 1104. My name is Justin Carey. I'm a lecturer in the university writing program, and I'll kind of be guiding this conversation a little bit. But let's go ahead and start off with some introductions. So if everybody could just kind of go around, say your name, and what you have been working on this semester in UWrite 1104, that would be great. Um, My name is TJ.
2: My topic is kind of the interaction between writing and technology. I'm Bhavna, and
3: I'm studying the effects of, like, technology
2: on students. I'm Alex, and my topic is on kind of the rhetoric styles of most of the media outlets today, whether they're focusing more towards getting clicks or actually finding
3: real stories. My name is Spencer, and my prompt that I chose was, is it a good thing that
0: social media has become the platform for news for millennials? My name is Josh, and I chose how the internet has changed, like, articles.
1: All right, great. Well, those all sound like really interesting topics. I hear a lot of stuff in there about tech and especially about social media, the rhetoric of social media platforms. Um, So that's really cool, and I I really want to unpack a lot of that and talk about some of your ideas around all those things because all that sounds really interesting. So I guess I'll just start with a question as I see sort of some overlap here about technology and social media and the way that we interact with our digital technological world. I guess I'll just throw out a general question of has social media generally, just as one form of technology, has that impacted or influenced writing in a good way or a negative way? What do we think about that? Um, has social media made us better writers or worse writers? Um, I know personally, like if you go
3: on Twitter, a lot <coughs> of people use like informal like writing. It's just like your thoughts, and like you could be like the letter you and not actually you. And like I know me personally, um, like one time I think when I like first started doing it. I did it like over the summer and when I came back to school like I actually like just started writing like that and I'd be like oh that's not right so you kind of had to like fix it and like tell your mind that like you is actually uh, you owe, why owe you instead of like the actual you so like it's good to um it's good to write like that just because like you're writing to your like peers and they can connect with you but like when it gets down to like school where you gotta like understand the difference.
1: It's really interesting that shift is really interesting, the way that we kind of, certain things are acceptable in certain places when it comes to writing and certain things aren't, right? Like, um, you wouldn't post a five-paragraph researched academic APA-style essay to Twitter necessarily, right? As a tweet. Maybe a link to one, right? But you wouldn't put an essay like that on Twitter. People would be like, I'm not going to read this, right? Um, so it's so f- interesting. It's one of the most interesting pieces to me about writing is the way that it changes and shifts and what's acceptable and what's not acceptable depending on what situation you find yourself writing in. So that's a really interesting idea. I, I Funny side story, I, I know someone who's a little older. Um, and she, she does shorthand text messaging, kind of. But the thing that drives me nuts about it is, like, is she'll text the word thanks, but she'll put an X yeah. instead of an S. Which, OK, if you're going to do THX or maybe even THNX, that makes sense. But if you're just going to write the full word, and only change the one letter at the end to an X, that makes no sense, right? So that, that's one of those things that's just like, why to me when it comes it's to like wrong. technology. Story. What? It's just wrong. It's just wrong. <laughs> it, just, it just drives me nuts. Like, just don't, just put the S. If you're gonna write the whole word, put the S. Um, it's weird. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so okay, that's, any, any other thoughts on has technology and, and social media specifically made us better or worse writers, or how we change modes? I think it made
3: us. Like, it's, it helps us understand more of the audience, like, social media, because, like, when you're putting out your writing or, like, on social media, it's to, like, entertain or persuade or inform your audience in a way. So you're reaching out to your audience, and when you're writing, like, in school, you write it in a way where it is, like, towards
1: your audience. Yeah. That nice. makes sense. Yeah, totally like, makes sense. And, uh, TJ, were you, I thought, I saw you s- about to say something, would you like to add anything to that?
2: yeah i think that's a good point and i think um i think social media platforms like twitter kind of give us a reason to write you know Um, because not everybody considers themselves a writer and not everybody's like in school Mm -hmm. but a lot of people have twitter and that gives you
1: That's a really interesting point. Um, and there's kind of a, a writing studies term for that, like exigence, right? That's something we talked about a little bit. And this idea of like the why, right? Why do we write? Why do we do what we do? Why do we compose? Why do we do anything, right? And it's interesting that Twitter, you know, it's like this idea of access and ease of access. And, and, and it's not just Twitter, but so much of social media, right? People have, can easily access it. And then all of a sudden, they become someone with an audience, either real or perceived, right? Like. I do some Twitch streaming, and there's never anybody watching me do that, but I pretend there is, right? So I talk to people, I, like, I'm like, oh, hey, guys, what's up, right? So, like, even if there's a perception of audience, that kind of changes the way you, you approach what you're composing, I would say, right? And then sometimes people actually find a real audience. Quotes around the word real, as real as it can get on a social media platform, right? Um, but, yeah, I think that absolutely affects the way that we we go about our work uh, as writers right perceived or real audiences it's going to change the way that we compose and the way that we create for that audience and that's a really interesting point Um, what else about that i think i would love to hear a little um, uh, the rhetoric of media was your topic right alex yeah so tell me a little bit if you don't mind about what you mean by that and what, what is the rhetoric of media, and how, as writers, are we more in tune with figuring out what, what that is?
2: Well, I don't know. I, f- I feel like uh, ever since social media is, I mean, well, the whole point of social media was to be kind of like entertainment for people. Uh, I guess some people would say that it's to keep up with relatives or whatever, but mainly it's for entertainment, especially like Twitter and Instagram and that kind of thing. And I think that's kind of shifted into our uh, news outlets and media outlets as well. It's like, people want to be entertained all the time. And, you know, they're not going to push the boring story about, you know, this new bill that's getting passed in Congress that may be pretty relevant to, you know, what you really should be learning about, but, you know, somebody just got their head blown off with a sawed-off shotgun, you know, somewhere, and that's way more entertaining. It gets way more clicks and that kind of thing. So I think that's People are focusing more on writing the most
3: entertaining story rather than facing uh, all the important stuff.
1: Yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I to say with that,
3: um, I saw this interview with like Denzel Washington. He was like, like with social media and stuff, it was like, everybody wants to be first, whether it's like right or wrong. They don't care if the, um, the media or what they're putting <coughs> out is true or false. They just wanna be first. And usually when you're first, people are gonna probably look at you be like, oh well they got that out faster, so they're probably right, other than other people that may go more into depth with their writing or research and they might be more correct but they won't get <coughs> as much clout or attention than the ones that are like wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and you're absolutely right. and Josh, your your topic was about the internet, right? Is yes. that something that you've kind of encountered in your in your project as well, this idea of like this sort of like culture of like being first or getting clicks or yeah. whatever?
0: Because like there's like a lot of things were saying that you don't even have to be right as long as you're first, people will believe you. So, like, that's where like, I feel like the internet has its downfall because, you know, everyone has a voice, but they can just write whatever they want, put it out, and then people believe
1: them. Yeah, I think that's a really fascinating point. And, and sadly, uh, because, because so much of entertainment and journalism and news has shifted to these online internet spaces right and those companies who produce a lot of stuff need to make money right they're trying to make money it's become this sort of race to get clicks and race to get eyes on ads right um and i think that has absolutely influenced the way that we you know sort of um uh take on what we watch and what we see and how we interact with these with these online uh places um and the news and the media and the entertainment it's all kind of folded up into one thing like you said uh like you said, Alex, it's really hard to tell the difference sometimes between what's news and what's entertainment and what's real and what's not. And, and you know, we, I think, as consumers of that stuff, it, it kind of falls to us to have to be more critical of it, right? And that kind of brings me back to the writing thing, right? That's something that we can do as writers as we equip ourselves with these rhetorical skills and get better at critical reading, at critical reflection, about thinking of, our, of how we are doing rhetoric, we're going to be able to start to see how other people are doing it. And we're going to start to see through some of the stuff that you know, maybe isn't real or we need to be more critical of. And, and that is a really good, I think, writing skill that we can acquire um, as writing students. So that's a really cool idea and a really cool point. Um, we are getting kind of close to the end of our time here, so I wanted to just check in our Twitter feed. Uh, Twitter feed is uh, (laughs) hashtag YouWritePodcast19 if anybody wants to tweet. Um, No tweets at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Perceived audiences, right? (laughs) But we do have a question from our amazing audience. We do have an audience. Audience. Yeah. All right. We have an audience. What is your question? So what was the most difficult challenge you faced, like, trying to write in a different way, like, with technology? All right. So... Great, sorry, were you finished? I'm sorry. Okay, so great question. Uh, What was the most uh, difficult challenge any of you perhaps faced as you were trying to write with some of the technology platforms that you were asked to write with in this class? Um,
2: I think that going from like like a Word document to um, like a digital media type of thing was kind of hard because when I wrote the initial, um, you know, EIP drafts 1, I didn't really plan on taking that any further and, and, you know, make it into something else, so it
1: wasn't exactly, like, optimized for it, and so I had to change some things and, and think about it a lot. Great thoughts. Yeah, I, I agree. I think moving between those mediums is very challenging, right? Um, thinking about how we have to repurpose or remix our text into a new platform or a new situation is one of the hardest things that we can do as writers. So that's cool. Thanks. Anyone else? Yeah, yeah. I guess also um, just trying to make it entertaining, like like more appealing to
3: look at because like it is just like an essay type thing, but you when you digitally compose it, you try to like make it seem appealing and like you want to add things that your viewers would want to see or think. Entertaining, entertaining so that they would like or come back, subscribe, whatever, to what you're putting out there. So.
1: Interesting. Yeah, again, it's coming back to some of those ideas about audience, I think, right? And, like, how to get them to, you know, stick with you or even look at what you're producing, right? Yeah. Anything else?
3: Creative block. Like, being creative in a way that, like, is different.
1: Yeah. I think that's a huge one, right? Like, especially when it comes to some of the sort of visual, digital, multimodal rhetorics that we've been dabbling in. Um, it's a very different process than just sort of coming up with ideas and putting those ideas into alphanumeric words, right? Um, you have to kind of engage different thought processes and writing techniques and, and things to kind of get to that place. And so thinking creatively and kind of thinking outside the box a little bit, that's always a challenge. And I think that is definitely one that I face all the time. I like, I like that challenge. I, I, I enjoy taking up that particular gauntlet. But uh, that's just me. Anything else? All right. Well, thank you all so much for talking with me. I really appreciate it. Great job. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening.
0: I hope you gained some more insight on this topic. The internet is changing every day, and it may only get worse. That's why it's our responsibility to call it What's Credible and share real news and not articles that aren't credible from Facebook or whatever site. It's our responsibility, and I hope you think so, too. We can change it in many different ways, and this is just the start of the conversation.